0: Hey guys, JJ here. The Minnesota rundown is sponsored by the better edge app. Better edge is a legal online social betting marketplace that you can use real money to wager that allows you to post and engage with other sports betting fans, place no commission positions in an online marketplace, compete in direct head to head challenges, compete in public or private betting competitions and buy or sell positions, whether that be spread over under money line at current market prices, use promo code 10 K at BetterEdge.com to get a free $5 when you sign up and verify your ID. Once again, that's 10K at B-E-T-T-O-R-E-D-G-E.com to get a free $5. Are you guys looking for some kick-ass local clothing? Well, let us tell you about our friends at SodaStick. Go to their website at SodaStick.com, and hell, if you find something you like, there's no way you won't. Just enter the code 10KTAKES at checkout to get free shipping anywhere in the U.S. You'll certainly catch us wearing their top-notch apparel. Once again, it's soda stick, S O T A S T I C K dot com, and use the promo code 10K TAKES, that's 10K T A K E S, to get free shipping anywhere in the U.S. <laughs> This is the Minnesota Rundown, presented by 10,000 Takes. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Minnesota Rundown, presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm, of course, your host, JJ, journalist Jake, because I'm the best damn journalist to ever do it until I am not. And this week's going to be another great episode. We have, I, I would say, one of our more... Probably our most recurring guest on all of her podcasts. Um, you know, she's the co-host of the Bar Down Beauties podcast. She's now a broadcaster for the Premier Hockey Federation on ESPN Plus and also uh, works with the Minnesota Wild Radio Network. I want to welcome back Miss Alexis Pearson. Thank you so much, Alexis, for for hopping on again. I know that every time we come on here, um, we always have a good time and and we just thank you for for joining again.
1: Well, I I always uh, it's an easy yes whenever you guys ask me to come on the podcast and I think the best podcasts are when it sounds natural. It sounds like you're hanging with your friends and lucky for us, we are friends, so it uh, makes for a fun time. And uh, we actually have quite a bit of stuff to talk about today. Last time I was on, I think it was mostly uh, wild centric, which I'll never complain about. But a lot of sports happening right now and a lot of things to cover, so I'm excited about it.
0: Yeah, I think I think we pretty much the theme of the last last time you're on was in June, and I think it was really like a week or two weeks or whatever after the wild got eliminated yep. in another first round. Oh um, yeah. We had
1: a little, we had some therapy. Yeah. I, yep. We, I remember it, that. it's it, all coming back to me. <laughs> it,
0: it was a therapeutic session a podcast <laughs> on grieving on the Minnesota wild. <laughs> and cause that's all there was, was to talk about. Cause of course the twins were just shitting the bed yep. um, already in June at the time. So there really wasn't a lot to talk about other than to just grieve and exercise those hockey demons but now we finally have more stuff going on whether it's negative or positive at least we have more <laughs> sports to talk about at least so we can definitely t- hit on more things but let you know let's get right into it I'm uh, first off I want to say can two Minnesota teams win on one night like <laughs> what the hell is this like I don't think it's possible so the Minnesota Wild and and the Minnesota Vikings played last night Monday night and I feel like only one team has to win. Only mm-hmm. one team can win. The Vikings won. The Wild lost. And the last Vikings game just so happened to be another primetime game. The Wild were playing in. Yep. the And then the Wild were playing the Buffalo Sabers, and they lost that one in a shootout. But it's like we can't win. I don't think. I, I think if there's two Minnesota teams playing in one night, I realize I don't think both of them can win. I think something's got to give. I, I don't know.
1: So, you know, what's funny is I watched both of those games the same time last night. My boyfriend and I brought the TV from the bedroom out into the living room and had both of them uh, in there so we could watch both games. And as I'm sitting there watching both, like, obviously, like, the Wild are my first and foremost foremost team like i you know like live breathe and die Minnesota Wild i obviously want my vikings to win all the time too but i'm sitting there and i'm watching these games and in my head i'm thinking like which team would I, do i want to win more as if like already i was just like conditioned to believe they couldn't both win like and i'm not even mm-hmm. trying to be funny like i'm sitting there like who would i rather have win tonight as if both of them couldn't somehow win which apparently they can't because it's happened a couple weeks uh in a row now um but yeah i think it might be a real thing that minnesotans can't have two games end in happiness, it's got to be one or the other. And then it's like, do, did I have a good night or did I not? Like I watched the Vikings win, but the wild kind of got stomped on and that wasn't a very good time. So I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of going to bed angry, even though I feel like I should be excited that at least the Vikings won. But I I don't know. It's, we yeah. can't ever have all the good thing. Only part well, of, only part of it.
0: It was funny too. Cause I'm, I'm just thinking back a couple of weeks back when the Vikings lost to the lions, uh, <laughs> I I was also probably the one of the few people Oh my mic went out for a second. Ah, oh, uh, geez, that's just that's uh, on brand. Let's just go we, with we that. need
1: producer Andy to keep it check on yeah, audio. Where here. the hell is producer
0: Andy here? He's probably out <laughs> sniffing candles somewhere. Uh, he's gonna be pissed at that too. He, I know he listens to this anyway. Um, well, the Lions Day, I was probably one of the few people actually watching it, but I think like Gopher basketball was on that afternoon. They played at yes. like one o'clock. They're playing Mississippi State, and then they won. And I'm like, oh, they were, <laughs> yes, but I'm like, I just then I witnessed the Vikings lose to the Detroit Lions and I'm sitting here like almost at a back to I'm back to just middle ground. Right. Like, exactly. in a feeling in my head like wait, this is weird. Like, this is like we, we have we're one of the biggest sports markets. All these sports teams, of course, yep. we're going to have nights where multiple teams are playing and we probably just have multiple days like this. We're like, oh, should I feel good right now? Should I feel bad? Like our NFL team is just lost to the worst team in the NFL but <laughs> then our collegiate basketball team won on the road it's like one on the road but it's like i don't know it, it's a weird it's a weird feeling and it we never seem to get multiple wins or victories.
1: Well, you know how in sports, like, you know, coaches and athletes, while we say like, never get too high, never get too low. Like that's kind of the motto, right? Like you want to be neutral. I feel like that's how the sports gods looks at, look at Minnesotans. They're like, can't let them get too high. Can't let them get too go too low. Like go for basketball wins. Okay. Now we're going to make the Vikings lose to a team with their getting their first win on the entire season. Whose coach was crying in a press conference a month ago. I mean, it's like, we just, they want us neutral all the time. And so, um, even like the, the Chicago vikings game last night like should have been probably more dominant by the vikings than it actually was and it's like god are both these teams gonna lose tonight like i don't yeah. it's just we yeah it's c- can we just get every team winning in one night and all go to bed happy for once that would be no nice. never
0: never we're going to bed stressed like we're literally <laughs> good i can go to I'll probably go to the doctor and like you have high blood pressure like why are you <laughs> yeah, stressed yeah, no well shit. have you seen the vikings this year like this is ridiculous. Have you? Are you a Minnesota sports fan? No, yeah. I'm from Wisconsin. Well, that explains why you're yeah. all happy, <laughs> you know. Oh, but whatever. It's it's so frustrating. Well, speaking of the Vikings, it they're I feel like they're just completely stuck in mediocre purgatory here. They're <laughs> seven and seven. <laughs> What 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 what's this is like a typical Vikings football and typical Minnesota sports in general? We're always just average, always trying to eke our way into mm-hmm. the playoffs. And we can discuss all day, you know, wh- what games they need to do to win or what scenario, because there are gonna be a million different scenarios and things that can ha- need to happen or can happen for them to get in the playoffs. Let's just assume they do get into the playoffs into mm-hmm. a wild card because they keep just keep us going a little bit. But if if the Vikings do slip in just barely and they get into the playoffs, is this team I think this the biggest question is, I mean, does this team have enough to, to, you know, make a run? Because at this point, you know, no one cares about them making the playoffs if they're just going to get stomped in the wild right. card game. Like, yeah. I mean, I'd rather them make the playoffs than not. Don't get me wrong, but it's so ridiculous. I mean, it, it, the, I think the big question is if this team, if they do slip in, do they have enough for a run? And that's just, I think that's just the million dollar question.
1: I am a very optimistic sports person and I don't know how I'm still this way after being a Minnesota sports fan for my entire life, but I really don't see this Vikings team as being able to do anything come postseason. I mean, they have just, they, like you said, they've been so mediocre all year, every game they've won. It's like, they've just barely won it every game they've lost. It's like, they've just barely lost it. And I Mm -hmm. I don't, I haven't seen enough out of them in a game. I mean, the Steelers game, I think was the closest we saw to a dominant game from them, except for the last like 20 minutes of that game or 15 minutes that game uh, where the Steelers almost came back and and tied it, at least to send it to OT. And I, I just haven't seen enough of a complete game from the Vikings for me to believe that even if they get into a playoff spot, which is, you know, or get into the playoffs, I should say, it's still kind of up in the air at this point like you said, I don't know if I even want that. Like, do I want, do I want opposing fans to have one more year to talk about where the Vikings just get crapped on in the playoffs? I I really don't want that. So it's like at what point, and again, I don't want them to lose. I don't want them to, to, to lose any more games this season either. And I like you would rather have them make the playoffs than, than not make it. But I just don't see them as being capable enough to string together uh, a good enough game to win a playoff game. Now, the one thing about, NFL football that always gives me a little bit more faith than in like a seven game series style of playoffs, like in, you know, hockey or basketball or baseball or whatever, is you really only need to be good for a couple more games of the season once you get to the playoffs for football, right? Like you Mm -hmm. only need to win a couple games to win the Super Bowl in Every other sport, it's like, you really got to grind it out. You could be in seven game series for multiple series and it could be, it can wear on you by the time you get to that championship round, if you make it that far. So that's where it's like, when you get an average team going into the NFL playoffs, I'm like, I don't know. I kind of see it as like, they have just as good a chance as anybody, just because if a really good team has one bad game, they're done. You don't get a second chance. That's it. So is there always a chance? Yeah. If the Vikings make it, I think they've got a chance to do anything just like any other team does. But I don't think they're a Super Bowl caliber cal- caliber team at this point, despite the fact that Kirk has had one of his better seasons with the Minnesota Vikings and in the NFL period. I just don't see it happening this year.
0: Yeah, it's 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 tough. I, what's gonna happen is they'll slip in, and people are all already bitching. You know that, like <laughs> yeah. they're gonna they're gonna win a game, and then they're just gonna do enough to keep Mike Zimmer around,
1: right? And, exactly. And, yep.
0: and it's just gonna create a bunch of havoc. But it, it is one of those things where. The NFL has been had a lot of parody this year. Mm-hmm. I will say that like, it's looked like, a, like I always compare it. It looks looking like an NHL hockey season. You know I mean? There's always balance in, in hockey and yeah. football never really has that. And there's a lot, hell of a lot more balance this year. And there's I a love lot it. of it's,
1: mediocre teams in the NFL this year. There's So many
0: mediocre teams. Yeah. There's so many Minnesota Vikings teams. You know, like I like feel like Boston. every single yeah. team,
1: every game I watch, every team is like one uh-huh. win or loss away from being 500. It's like how are there this many teams that are just not great and also not terrible? It's like every, it feels like every week it's like that, and it's been like that all season. And I agree, you you don't see that as often in the NFL where it's much more even across the board. It's it's usually a little bit more lopsided. And so yeah, maybe if this is going to be the season that a mediocre team does something, I I feel like this is the kind of season where that could maybe happen. Uh, but are the Vikings, the mediocre team who could do it that I don't know, uh, because there's a lot of them out there this season, but, uh, I suppose anything is possible. You could see like, you know, a, a playoff, um, you know, round where, like the when the Vikings played the Saints and and the dig sideline touchdown play and then they just get shit on by the Eagles. I yep. could see something like that happening this year where you just sneak out a win against a, you know a team you probably shouldn't have beat and then you get to the next the next game and everybody's like oh my god they did it they're going to do it again and then you just get shit on. I I see, I see that as being like the most likely scenario if they make the playoffs this year.
0: Well, y- you look at it's a Talk about the NFL being crazy. You look at the Cardinals. They just got (laughs) shit on by the Detroit Lions. Totally ridiculous. What the hell is happening here? And then the Vikings, they can never seem to beat a team by more than, I think every single game has come down to within one possession, within eight points. And literally last night, oh, we're up 17 to three. Maybe we'll actually win a game by more than a possession. They literally score a touchdown in the last second. second. (laughs) This is so Minnesota, but it's like, if we won, we'll take it. But we're like, okay, this is so weird. That's but what I th- mean. They
1: should have won by a better score. Like d- yeah. Chicago is so depleted. You had such a, a controlling lead the entire game. You kept them off the score sheet for a long time. Then they finally kick a field goal. Then it looks like you're going to hold them to that. And they literally score with zeros on the clock. And and then it's like, okay, great. So did, did we actually win this game as dominantly as it might have looked to, to begin with? I don't know.
0: You almost walk away. That was like two prime time games in a row. And you both walked away between the Steelers and Chicago bears. (laughs) Did we actually win that game? I don't feel like we won,
1: but we won. It didn't feel that way after the game was over. That's for sure.
0: It's just so weird. Like a lot of fan bases will take this, but we're just like (laughs) sitting here like, Hey, don't know what's going on here. I do not
1: they, feel good about this. <laughs>
0: it, it did not look good at all, yeah. but it, it's one of those things where if this is the year for a mediocre team to do something in the playoffs this is there we will not make the playoffs and <laughs> <True>. <laughs> like like
1: true <laughs> <laughs> it's like the year that the wild uh, the Chicago Blackhawks uh, lost in the first round and the wild were like, okay, if we could just get to the second round, we won't have to play the Chicago Blackhawks and then the wild lose in the first round and it's like you had your chance to not have when to play the favored. team who beats you every year. Right. And It's just like um. Unbelievable. Yeah, that 100% would happen.
0: <laughs> so, so the Vikings just on theme before for Minnesota in general. Uh-oh. Uh, per usual. um. So we'll, we'll see what happens with them. Honestly, I wish for the best that they could get in there and potentially do something, but let's just be realistic here. I could, like I said, to you, in, to your point, like I could see them totally winning a first game. Like they did a couple years ago against the saints <laughs> yeah. and then just shit the bed. And <laughs> yeah. then just like, like they did a couple years ago when they beat new Orleans and then they go and just get killed to San Francisco in San Francisco. Uh, Eagles. Uh, well, that I'm there was two years ago and then the oh! Eagles. <laughs> So
1: yes. literally <laughs> when it's happened twice so many in the times, last, like, three years.
0: <laughs> yeah. I know. Yes. Like, yeah, because we had with case in 2017, 2018. The overtime
1: win against the Saints. Yeah. Where, the was Saints it Harrison Smith who caught the OT touchdown, I think Uh
0: Kyle Rudolph
1: Rudolph. That's the, right. The tight yep. end.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then they allegedly said there was a push off and all that yep. shit. And it was just like, okay, calm down. And then we, and then we're like, oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know, Kirk did. I mean, it was a hell of a game, but then we go into San Francisco and just get her, just shit handled by San Francisco, <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo, and yeah. and uh, and that, and then two years prior to that, obviously yep. Minneapolis Miracle, one of the not only greatest plays in Minnesota sports history, but one of the greatest plays in sports history, and That's then completely pre-
1: soured in the next game. <laughs>
0: just lose thirty-eight to seven in an NFC Championship game. Just no comp. comp- competition that just sums up minnesota (laughs) sports with their in a nutshell they'll do just enough to keep their hopes alive like they'll make the playoffs and then that'll be it that's just how minnesota works that's how they function i'm i'm i have been in so many situations with all of our sports teams where i'm literally like pacing back and forth after a a game like that We're like why am i why am I a fan of this team? What what what's going on here? I don't Imagine I mean, I don't how many it.
1: more years of our life we would get to live if we weren't Minnesota sports fans. Like every single game I watch, I feel like I lose years off my life and it's so painful and it's so stressful, but you can never get away from it. Like we're stuck with this forever, Jake. Like literally forever we will be like this. And there's we're, no okay. there's no getting away from it.
0: I think we've had this same exact conversation. I think I had this same exact conversation with a guest a couple months ago. I forgot who it was, but I think we discussed that the life expectancy has literally gone down in Minnesota because of probably the Minnesota Vikings in just because of them. And and you add in other sports teams that have broken our hearts right. our life expectancy the average lifespan here in minnesota has gone down <laughs> we're, we're balding has gone up in the last <laughs> 20 years and like i'm genetically i have genetically good hair on my family both sides but i will be the first one to lose my hair because i'll be so stressed <laughs> out in my family so i hope that doesn't actually happen but i'm not baking on the them doing minnesota teams you know Winning games, at least in a, in a comfortable fashion anytime soon. They always have to like, you know, you almost pull your hair out, even if it is a win, you know, I tweeted
1: something like that the other day. I'm like, win or lose Minnesota sports teams don't know how to be normal. They just have to be chaotic all the time. Like, oh, you're going to go win, but you're going to make it the hardest win of your entire life. Thank you for that. Now, now I, I had a good time, but I was stressed out the entire time I was trying to enjoy that game. And they just, they don't Minnesota sports teams do not know how to be normal. All they know is chaos.
0: They just know to be erratic and all over the place and just want to drive us nuts i, I swear yeah. it's 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 on purpose, but speaking of a team that's a little more stable, <laughs> I would say uh the go for football um they were they had some questionable games this year with bowling Green and illinois, illinois that those yeah. are two those are two games that I wanted to pull like literally just go jump off a bridge after um but now they're they're going into the guaranteed rate bowl um first off they need to be done with bowl games or just <laughs> name something normal we talked about this on our it's a bit podcast this week Th- there's some terrible bowl games yeah. out this year they're getting worse every year i think the bowl system is stupid in first place but at least have decent bowl games there's like the tony the tiger bowl this year <laughs> what the hell i'm so glad we didn't play in that but we're in the guaranteed rate bowl like that you can get a guaranteed rate on a home mortgage uh cool uh yeah that it, it, it's strange. And then also we're playing Tuesday night, nine 15 central standard time. I mean, I think we got the worst time slot for a bowl game this year
1: we got snubbed on the bowl game selection and we got snubbed on the time the bowl game was played. And the only good thing about it is that anybody who's going to the game from Minnesota gets to go somewhere warm in the middle of winter. So that's nice. Um, But anybody watching at home, um, not a great time and not even a great, I'm not even excited about the matchup. Um, There's, there's really not much to love about what went down there. I do think the Gophers deserve better, um, but shocking that they didn't get better.
0: I think there's a conspiracy because I mean, like Wisconsin got a better bowl game than the Gophers. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know where they're, I think they're playing Las Vegas or, or wherever some are nicer, some are cooler and a better mm-hmm. time slot. And we just got some shitty time slot against West Virginia who I wasn't all that great this year. Like what the hell they just like, Oh, well we got to put the Gophers somewhere. Someone's uh paid us off at Wisconsin. So we got to <laughs> put them in this bowl game. Cause it it, it is kind of gross. The, the, the time I'm like the time, December, the Tuesday night, you know, before new year's and I'm, I'm like, I'm going to be still working the next day. Like I'm like, it's just yeah. terrible time. Like I, I just, it for a lot of bowl games, it's hard to get excited for in general. Cause it's like, it's a bowl game, but it's even losing more significance now with the more bowl games they have, the stupid names they have for yeah. them and these times they put them in and the teams, that, the team they're playing. But I guess it's it's still a bull game. It's still I'm still gonna be trying to watch it, but I mean, I, I guess I guess at least the, stay
1: awake till halftime if you can.
0: <laughs> stay awake till halftime, but in the end, like, what's the point of this? Okay, you get to win the guaranteed rate trophy, yeah, and all the players are gonna get a free guaranteed rate quote on their future homes or something. I it just it doesn't make a lot of sense to me.
1: Yeah, there was um the day that they announced the bowl games, uh, I was working and a customer came into the restaurant that I work at and I overheard her at the bar and she was talking to the bartender and she was like, Yeah, did you see they like released all of the the bowl games and the opponents and all of that? And she's like, I literally had to scroll so far down the list to even find the gophers. And she was like, I feel like that's not yep. right. And I'm like, Yeah, that's because I literally that morning I also was scrolling through. I'm like, Okay, where are the gophers? Where are the gophers? I'm like, why am I scrolling so far to find the gopher game this is not right and then of course you see the name of it and you're just like what what is this like it's they they need to change it they need to do something different it's it's not good
0: yeah i i was i was like the same way i'm like where are the where are the Gophers at <laughs> like i was kind of following the the bowl selection like that yeah. sunday and i'm like they're they're in bowling." game i saw wisconsin get announced Like, oh yeah maybe we'll get a better bowl game than that and then we just could totally get snubbed in this kind of shitty time slot bowl game it's like they just threw it just shows the insignificance of these games. They just threw us in a time slot, and well, yeah. you're in guaranteed rate bowl against West Virginia. Like, what kind of... It's terabyte? like when you're
1: selecting kids in the gym class to be on your dodgeball team, and there's, mm-hmm. like, one kid left, and they have an odd one out, and you're like, yeah, somebody's got to take them. I guess it's going to be us. Like, that's how I feel like they selected the Gophers to play in that that bowl game. They're like, oh, we got to put them somewhere. So just send them over there, put them at this time, give them this, this stupid name for a bowl game, and call it a day.
0: Yeah, I, was, I just wish they 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 shot themselves in the foot a few times this year like frustrating just it they could have been in that Big 10 championship game at least like i wanted to see him in they probably would have got their asses kicked by michigan yeah. But they would have got, you know, a decent, they probably would have, you know, put themselves, I don't know if they would have gotten the Rose Bowl, but they would have put themselves in a way better bowl game than they are in, you know, for
1: sure should have beat Bowling Green and Illinois. So there's two wins you should have had. They were this freaking close to beating Iowa. Like they, if they would have just had better play calling and Tanner Morgan would have had a better game. And if uh, PJ would have been a little bit more risky on some red zone plays, the Gophers could have won that game like easily. And so there's Mm -hmm. three games, a three game swing right there where it's like, those should have been wins for you at the very least, the two out of those three. Cause I know Iowa is a good team and that I'm, you know, I'm not surprised that Iowa won, but the Gophers definitely had their chance, which I don't think a lot of people expected. And it was the first time in like how many years that they even had a lead against Iowa. I mean, that was a game the Gophers Mm -hmm. could have easily won. So there is a three game swing for you right there, which that I think only puts them at one loss on the season. Then if they win those three games, did they lose four this season?
0: Yep. They lost four. So that would have yeah, put them at like 11 and one. And they would have hypothetically been in the big 10 championship game, probably playing for a playoff spot, which is insane to think about. And I know that's like, I, you know, people will get pissed. Like, Oh, you're just being a delusional, hypothetical Minnesota fan. But I'm like, that's just how it is. Because yeah. like Illinois should have been a win. They obviously downplayed their opponent, just like Bowling yes. Green. Yes. And then Iowa, I was actually at the game. Same with uh, Coach Mike Hawk. He was also down there <laughs> as well. Um, site like kicking coach specialist. Uh, but no, I was down there and they lost, you know, they, they lost by five and they haven't won in Kinnick since 1999 mm-hmm. and they, they lost by five. And I was down there also in 2019 also lost by five, also a winnable game. And it there, you could, yeah, if they would have beat Iowa and they would, came down to just a few plays, they could have beat them. If they would have just beat Iowa, yeah. it would have been, you take away even the Bowling Green, Illinois games. They're in the yeah. big 10 championship yep. game, but I also partially blame Scott Frost at Nebraska and I'm a big advocate <laughs> for firing him. and I'm not even a fan <laughs> of Nebraska. Uh, just because if Nebraska would have beat uh, Iowa yes. at, oh in my Nebraska God. that Friday yes. after Thanksgiving, the day before the Wisconsin <laughs> no game. No,
1: whatever. Does Minnesota any goddamn favors? No, listen. Every time that a team that where their game affects something with Minnesota, yes, whenever we want them to win, they freaking lose. Whenever we want them to lose, they freaking win. It's like, Mm -hmm. could you just do something we need you to do one time? Like, they should have won that game and they did it. And so, thanks for nothing. (laughs)
0: Like, seriously, the first time we beat Wisconsin in Minneapolis, (laughs) the first time since 2003, and only twice in the last 18 years, um, we we don't, we it, it means nothing. You know, it's, well, okay. It means a lot. We still win the access. Great. But so many, we've, I think there's been like three or four times in the last decade, we have played Wisconsin to win the West in the last game of the season to go to the big 10 championship Mm -hmm. game. We've lost them all like two years ago when we had our big 2019, the college game day came in and we just got we just got killed to Wisconsin. That oh, was to Wisconsin. go to the, that yeah, was, that was, that was, was a was tough one <laughs> to win the West. That was yep. just uh, still depressed about that. Yeah. And then, and then I think when we won in PJ flex, like second year in 2018 in Wisconsin in Madison, yep. I think they, they, beat, that was a great win, but we were like four and seven going into yeah. that game, had no chance of making winning the West. It's like if Iowa would have just taken, or just would have, if Nebraska would have just utilized their, allegedly top of the line fan base and they're one of their, their alleged great home yeah. home field advantage and just use that to beat a very, I thought crappy shitty Iowa team mm-hmm. or was overrated. We would be, we would have been in a Big Ten championship game and be talking about a different bowl game at this point. But uh you know what I, I blame Scott Frost, uh Nebraska. So in the conclusion,
1: the reasons that the the reason that the Gophers got a shitty bowl game because yes. of Scott Frost.
0: Yeah, I blame Scott Frost. Scott <laughs> Frost has been brought up so many times since like ten thousand takes has started. I think he's just like the most hated one of the one of he's on our shit list for sure. <laughs>
1: well, 100%. Uh,
0: just yeah, ha- he, he just is for sure. But uh but moving away go so go for this that's not a lot to talk about on that game obviously next yeah. Tuesday they play in a bowl game it'll be f- still fun to watch them play um, they should win but they yeah. should beat West Virginia but <laughs> how many times we've said should win should win and they just don't but yeah
1: maybe we should see how it plays out before we uh talk about the game <laughs>
0: before before we yeah before we get too ahead of ourselves and say Minnesota team's gonna win maybe just <laughs> let's just slow down here yeah, for I want to pump the brakes real quick be, that's my bad we're going to get killed and people are just going <laughs> to one person that listened to this is going to link back to this and just These out idiots. us on, 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 on the social media <laughs> yeah. platform. And I would love that to happen. Actually, no, that'd be good. That shit hey, happens.
1: Um, you know, exposure is good for better, or for worse. Mm-hmm. So get them talking. Yep.
0: Yeah. PR, any PR is good PR <laughs> yep. or is that the terminology <laughs> yeah. or whatever? So let's, let's go with that. Let's ride with that. Um, but a team that's, that's doing well, I'm going to talk about Gopher basketball too. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really turning some heads this year. And it, this is a, team right now it's projected in the tournament. I I've been, I've been already shit on by other 10 K members for looking at bracketology <laughs> at, in December, but <laughs> I, I had to, when I saw them on this stint, I'm like, yeah. where the pundits see us? Cause they're usually kind of accurate. Mm-hmm. I want to see if they're in the, you know, in, being projected in the tournament. Cause this is a team I, I'm usually overly optimistic yeah. in general as a fan, and especially with go for basketball. I was overly optimistic in priors with Richard Bettino because I just love seeing, I love March Madness and I love seeing my team, our team in the tournament as well. So I just am naturally optimistic thinking they're going to do it. I psych myself mm-hmm. into like, oh, they're going to make the tournament. And this year I was just like, no, it's just a bunch of players from transfer players from all yeah. over the place. But, you know, th- people now they're projected in there right now. They're nine and one and they weren't even remotely even predicted predicted to even compete for a tournament spot even at this point um but they take on i I think they take on green bay this week they return back to big 10 play in january um is 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 it it still a miracle shot for this team to make the tournament this point even though they started nine and one and they have a long season ahead is it still would still be a miracle for them to i guess retain and, and hold this success throughout the season
1: well, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe they were projected to finish last in their yes, conference in the at the Big beginning 10. of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so they they were kind of like, you know, I always love to compare stuff to the wild because again, the wild are are, you know, hockey's my my uh my first sport, my one true love. But it's kind of like last season going into um the wild season where everyone was like the wild aren't gonna be that good, the wild aren't gonna be that good. And then all of a sudden they kind of like blew past all these expectations and and had a pretty good season and made a good run in that first playoff round, uh, despite ultimately falling short. That's kind of how I see the gophers this season. It's like, like, what do you have to lose? Right? Like you were projected mm-hmm. to finish last. Like no one expected any of this to happen. You've got Ben Johnson in his first year as head coach. You've got basically no depth on the team, right? Like once you get to the bench players, like there's really not much there and they've played fine. I'm, I'm talking about kind of what people were saying going into the season where it's like, mm-hmm. like you yeah. said, you've got a lot of players who, you, you know, are they going to be okay? I don't know. We lost some big names, all of that stuff. And so there was a lot of question marks surrounding the season. And I think for good reason too. Um, and when they first won their first handful, like four or five games, it's like, okay, well they haven't played any important teams yet. So let's see how they do up against like some good teams um, and some competitive teams. And then they started to win some of those games too. And then everybody's like, okay, well maybe they actually are a little bit better than we thought. Mm-hmm. Um, very rude of them to their only loss. of The season is the game that I freaking went to. So that was just completely disrespectful. I don't know if I'm bad luck. We'll see. Uh, I hope to get out to another game before the season's over. Um, But that was really the only game. Um, Obviously they've won all the other ones, but that was a tough game just because other than the first score of the game, they didn't have a lead in that game the entire time. And they, they kept it relatively close, uh, but they did struggle in that game. Their, their shooting was really off. Um, But then to go on the road and beat Michigan on the road. I mean, that was, that was a huge game and they looked good doing it too so i think that if people are still doubting them a lot they're not giving them enough credit are they a good enough team to sustain this level of winning with the pieces that they have for the rest of the season that's a tough thing to predict because i don't know i mean Mm -hmm. can these players sustain it i don't know um they've done a good job so far but you know it's it's you know sports season is long and you you can only hope that you don't have any injuries you have to deal with because i think if they start dealing with some bigger injuries. I think that might be really tough for them again, because of the the depth that they're lacking this season. But I do think that uh, they've proved a lot of people wrong so far. So if they make it into the tournament, I won't be surprised at this point. I mean, they, they've looked good in a lot of these games they've played. Um, but I do think that, Again, if they didn't make the tournament, I wouldn't be surprised by that either. I think either way, I would be like, yeah, okay. I mean, that that makes sense based on what we expected going into the season and what we've seen of them so far. But it's been a, a fun team to watch for sure. And it's always exciting when you go into a season thinking your team is going to suck and all of a sudden they're mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is a nice little surprise. So whatever happens the rest of the season, at least we've enjoyed 10 games here where they've been a really good basketball team. And uh, it can only mean good things moving forward, no matter how the rest of the season here goes.
0: Yeah. I've been, I've been genuinely surprised. Um, I've just, it's, it's been, it's been so fun watching them. Like I was at, when they're playing Michigan, I was at Top Golf, and mm-hmm. I, I was, I was way too into it. I'm yeah. like, and people were getting upset with me that I, you, you need to go, it's your turn. I'm like, no, no, someone needs to go for me. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm done. I wanted to yeah. watch the game because it was like yeah. the final three minutes and you know, I was getting close and they ended up winning by 10. And what's crazy is they have not won in Ann Arbor since like, January of 2011 or something yeah. like that, you know even in pre-richard Bettino, I think Tubby Smith was the head coach back then yeah. and yeah. that's just strange and Ben Johnson did it in his first year and mm-hmm. that's the thing is that i'm I'm, I'm just so scared that like, I'm, I'm, I'm very like hesitant to, to get super to on board. Think and, they're
1: going to be good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to
0: keep watching every game cause you're going to wait. It's
1: you, the you, in you, you are just so used to being hurt. Yeah. You want to try to put your guard up. It's I understand. Yeah.
0: But now I'm like, I've, I've like caught feelings for this, this team. And it's like, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fully in. Cause yeah. it's, it's like, I'm, it's, it's so college basketball is so fun to watch. And, mm. and, and March Madness, like I mentioned is great. And it's yeah. great when you're, it's even better like a you know a small little extra treat or perk when your team's in it mm-hmm. if you are a follower of a team cuz that just makes it that much better more nerve-wracking cuz your team's right. in it but to be a part of that you know camaraderie with your with that emotional investment of having your team in there is, is you know it's there's no better feeling especially mm-hmm. when you watch them the whole season watch yeah. that journey <laughs> of that team get yeah. there it's so fun but like, I'm just, I'm almost just waiting for the inevitable to happen for them to just start losing game after game after game, you know, cause these, you do look at these players and, and uh, before they came here, they weren't playing They're division mm-hmm. one players. And some of them are, are more veteran players like, you know, Jamison battle has been very good and, mm-hmm. and Peyton Willis has been stellar, but there's some other guys that have been playing. Okay. That are coming from smaller conferences. Will they be able to take, you know, game after game in the big 10. Cause it's one yeah. of the toughest, you know, conference, I think the toughest conference in college basketball. And that's just where I'm, I'm, I'm just petrified, you know, but that could be the Minnesota to me. And I just got to sit back mm-hmm. and enjoy the ride and, and they very well could sustain this, you know, and mm-hmm. just, I mean, they're going to lose some games. There's no way they're going to finish the season 29 and one, right. You know, you gotta be really, <laughs> I'll be insane. Actually, It's <laughs> so cool. Um, you know, especially in a first year head coach, Yeah, but, you got to expect some losses, but I'm just kind. Of, I, I guess I should just try to hope that they take take it game by game because Ben Johnson has been saying, you know, we've been playing with a chip on our shoulder. Mm-hmm. I love that attitude because they're. I don't. I don't. I think they've gone in every game thinking, no, they are the underdogs. They predicted last, predicted last in the mm-hmm. Big Ten, and I think as soon as they feel that they are a good team or a better team, then they'll start losing. Like I'm. I'm also scared as if they do get ranked, which they are heading in that trajectory to get ranked. I've noticed this with go for football specifically, but I've noticed it a lot over the years since I've been a kid watching go for basketball. Like whenever they, they get ranked, how to play. <laughs> they just forget how to play, and yep. then not only they, do they lose the next game, yeah, specifically like basketball. Do they, not only do they lose like the next game as soon as they're ranked, but they, they go on, they go on like a losing streak. So I'm yeah. hoping they don't get ranked and then lose that chip on their shoulder that they've had. Cause, but it's been it's been it's been a complete blast. I just hope they can they can hold on and, and get into the get into the big dance, so we can uh, bet on them. Um, uh, maybe do some crazy, uh, you know, uh, drunken de- decision <laughs> bets on the Gophers that probably don't make sense to the rest uh-huh. of the country. But I just hope that they they can uh, retain this.
1: Yeah, I think no matter what, like I said, either way, there's exciting things to take out of this season. Even if the Gophers don't make it into the tournament, mm-hmm. I think just taking this 10 game sample, no matter what they do the rest of the season, uh, which they're likely not going to win them all and they're likely not going to lose them all. Whatever you, whatever they do, you can look at what they've done so far at the beginning and think, man, there were some things that happened that were unexpectedly good that will carry over into seasons to come. And I think Ben Johnson specifically, you got to give him a ton of credit in his first year. It is hard to have a good season in your first year as a head coach uh, for any sport at any level. That's really tough to do. So uh, I give him a ton of credit uh, for what he's done with this team so far and uh, hopefully he can finish out a good season here because like I said, it It is really, really fun to have your team unexpectedly be good when everybody thought that they were going to be terrible Mm -hmm. to at least have an averagely good season is better than nothing. So I, I think we're at least heading in that direction.
0: Yeah, I love that when when that happens to a Minnesota team, especially, you, <laughs> yeah. you know, like you're predicted to finish last. You're like, oh yeah, that's probably about right. Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, you don't what think twice thinking.
1: about it. You're like, uh-huh. <laughs> I,
0: I, I was thinking in the back of my head, like when I saw them, like no way they're going to finish last. They might finish 11th or 12th in the conference. <laughs> like just thinking like a little better than that. Yeah. Um, Of course, wanting them to do what they're doing now, but it's right. like, it's just, you've just been beaten down so much as a Minnesota fan. But I mean, whole, sticking with basketball, the, the Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, doing some surprising stuff. I mm-hmm. mean, after kind of falling behind in, in their record, I think there are four games below 500. They were 11 and 15. They have now won as of tonight on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. They have won four straight. And they play tonight, um, which is and they and they play as tonight as we're recording this. Mm-hmm. It, it's 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 weird to talk about the Timberwolves like this uh, in recent years, at least. Um, my take away the Jimmy Butler year. Um, <laughs> other than that year, yeah. Um, this team has just been abysmal. They they always seem to have good starts in the season, and they crash and burn. You know, they'll start three and zero, and then they just they're done. And but they've they've been holding on, sticking around that five hundred mark, and in this four game winning streak too, they've done it without. Uh well, two of the games, the last two games without, have been without and. Anthony Edwards, yeah. and then um. But you, you like I've been watching a little bit of it, and it's nice to see uh like guys like Jalen Noel and Carl Anthony Towns step up. Cat, mm-hmm. you know, has been kind of a guy that people are like, oh well, has he been living up to his potential in the last couple of games? He you know he's been showing the why we love Carl Anthony Towns mm-hmm. and. Can we kind of like a, a similar question to the, to the Gophers? I mean, I think more so with the Timberwolves. Yeah. We're so used to seeing this team just crash and burn, just play shitty. I mean, they've been one of the worst franchises for the last known to man 15
1: years and
0: for 15 years. <laughs> yeah. it's been consistent like, Oh no, they're a year, a couple years away. Yeah. And then it's just nothing. And, and it's, it's kind of like, to me it's just like i'm just kind of we'll be always paying attention to them and watching them here and there but it's going to be like they're just going to come out of nowhere if they do have a good year it's never going to be a year you predict it mm-hmm. and um it was just this year going into this year it was kind of like um well we don't know what's going to happen and um you know with anthony edwards he is a special player and there's i think they're stepping up right now but i mean it's it's kind of like are we just going to see the wolves cra- uh you know crash and burn in typical Wolves fashion or or based on how they're playing right now and the players they have I mean can we can fans expect to see them to play consistently and possibly uh, you know get into the playoffs
1: no offense to the gopher basketball team but I do have a little bit more faith I think in the Timberwolves to maybe pull wow. off a successful season <laughs> which that's, is saying that's actually a it. lot
0: <laughs> yes that's saying a lot actually um, to a lot of people yeah
1: well, and the reason that I think that is because I, I think the, the Timberwolves for the first time in a long time, I mean, the Timberwolves have had some good players over the course of the last 15 years or so when they've been a really bad team. Like you mentioned, Jimmy Butler, um, and, uh, Wiggins, you know, there have been some players who've been fun to watch and have been good players for stretches of time for the Timberwolves. But I feel like this year, everybody playing their role, which is which is what you need Athletes to do, you know, not everyone's going to be a superstar, but I do think that the best teams have a superstar, right, or someone who's playing yep. at that level at least for that season, and then everybody else knows what their role is on the team and they're good at it, and I think that's what makes a really good uh, team in any sport. And the Timberwolves have Anthony Edwards; they've got their superstar, and it seems like everyone else is doing what they're supposed to be doing to help the team succeed. And and I'm not saying Anthony Edwards is any more or less important than anybody else on the team but it takes a collective effort of everybody doing their job to have a team be successful. And the, Tim Timberwolves seem to be doing that this year. And th- they struggled a little bit at first. They kind of were like yep. a 500 team. Then they hit that winning streak where they won like five in a row. Now, then they hit a losing streak where they <laughs> lost yep. like four in a row and now they're winning again. So they're, they're a little inconsistent for my liking. And that always concerns me when teams can't find a good groove. Like even when they're winning games and the Timberwolves have beat some good teams, they beat the box. That was a huge yeah. win. Uh, they just beat the Lakers by like 20 points. That was a huge win win and they did it without and so I mean that they're they're winning some games where it's like okay this is you know a a bad team isn't going to win this game or they're not going to win it at least in the way that that the Timberwolves have are winning some of these so but at the same time they've lost to some teams that they probably shouldn't have lost to so I think they lost to was it the um the Nuggets, I think they lost to on the road who, I mean, Mm -hmm. like there was just some games where it's like, okay, I would have liked a little bit more out of you here. Yeah.
0: Like the Pelicans, they lost a couple of them. It's like, what are you doing guys? Like, you look like you were doing something. Now you're killing
1: me. Come on. Yeah. So I think the, the, the consistency is a bit of an issue for me right now. And that would be my biggest concern heading down the rest of the season here is like, okay, how consistent can you be to the point where you're actually winning games and not just, you know, Losing five and then winning five and then losing five and then winning five. That's really not going to do you much good. You have to string together, obviously, more wins than losses over the course of the season instead of just trading off streaks of winning and losing. I mean, that doesn't that doesn't help you. So um, I think that if they can stay healthy um, because having ant healthy is important, having cat healthy is important. Having Patrick Beverly has been fantastic this season as well. I really like D-Lowe. I mean, there's been a lot of players on this team, like I mentioned at the beginning of this, that have just done exactly what you need them to do in a game. So um, I think that the Wolves are the real deal this year. And I've I've got my bit going on Twitter where the Wolves are my team. I have a a diehard Wolves fan over this season. And I picked a good season to start being a diehard fan because I think I would have been really miserable for the last 15 years of my life if I would have done this any sooner. Um, but they're a fun team to watch. And this is where it's like, no matter what happens with this team, just enjoy getting to watch Anthony Edwards be really yeah. freaking good at basketball. Enjoy the Wolves actually winning some games where in previous seasons they were they literally were losing. Every single game for weeks, like just enjoy getting to watch this team because they are a fun team to watch. And Minnesota teams are notorious for being not fun to watch. Like even when they're good, it's like, oh, they just they get it done, but they're not exciting. They don't have an exciting player. Right. Like they're just they're just getting it done quietly. The, the Minnesota Timberwolves are winning games in exciting fashion. Anthony Edwards is absolutely incredible. So enjoy the ride. Whatever happens to the Wolves the rest of the season, we've got some really fun games out of them so far. And I think they're going to continue to play that way if they stay healthy this year.
0: Yeah. And uh, you talk about them being inconsistent though. Their inconsistency. I'll take their inconsistency though. <laughs> the season over, yeah. it's consistent actually compared to previous seasons. The, True. the yeah. losing four usually that turns into 16 then and then maybe one win they lose four or five and then they win four or five. Mm -hmm. That's still not where you want to be as like a a team in general or an NBA team. But like, that's better than I have seen in recent years for a Timberwolves team. It's, it's been, it's been really weird um, because I've just been, I think why I got into so much into go for basketball in the last 10, 15 years is because of the Timberwolves. Cause I, yeah. I grew up other than, you know, loving baseball, hockey and, uh, you know, and football, ba- I, you know, uh, basketball was also you know, another fun sport to watch. And I grew into the Kevin Garnett days, Wally Zerbiak, mm-hmm. the early two thousands Timberwolves teams that were actually yeah. good. I'm like, Oh yeah, let's fucking go. And then 2005 <laughs> hit and it was like, Oh no, we're just a few years away from being good. And that just turned into 15, into 15 years. years. <laughs> to a few years to 15 of terrible minus of course the Jimmy Butler year which was still yeah. annoying and in, in its own way but it it's just been frustrating to be a Timberwolves fan and it but it's it. Uh, this is a good year to be watching mm-hmm. them and like you said like I even last year like it was just fun to watch Anthony Edwards like mm-hmm. I still tuned into some games just to watch him play yeah. even though the Timberwolves were still not doing what they should have been you know what you'd like them to be doing they're playing t- having a typical Timberwolves season you know obviously more losses than wins yeah. and not making the playoffs, but mm-hmm. it was fun watching the Anthony Edwards and, and a lot of these guys play. Cause it, it's, it's uh and hopefully something's coming together and, and yeah. the NBA, you do need to almost have that all-star player, you know, more than anything. Yes. And yes. he's turning into that guy. And it 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 has been fun to watch, but I mean it's it I the Timberwolves it, it, you don't have the same feeling around it as Minnesota teams like they make the playoffs you're just happy that they make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah you know like you're just great. like yeah <laughs> you made the playoffs okay if whatever happens from here yeah. I'm I'm all for it but it's Vikings they better fucking win a game yeah or I'm be wild. pissed you know yep. <laughs> or the Wild you know Timberwolves yeah. like you just make the first round of the playoffs it's a win because unless until they start turning into a team that consistently makes the playoffs mm-hmm. like the Wild or something like that. You know, we're not going to be that mad. You know, our expectations really aren't that high in the Timberwolves. We're just like, just make the playoffs and, and fans will be happy.
1: Well, and I think that you talked about Anthony Edwards and how funny he was to watch last year, even though the, the Wolves were not very good last year. I think the biggest difference we've seen in what the Wolves are this year versus last year is Anthony Edwards has turned into a full on superstar, which is somebody who puts the team on their back and makes everyone else around them better. And he mm-hmm. was very, very good in his rookie season. I thought he got snubbed for, for a rookie of the year, right? Like I, I thought he was fantastic, um, but um, he hadn't grown into that maturity yet of, okay, how do I make everyone else around me better? And I think you've seen that out of him this year. And I, I've said this a couple times, and I've talked to people about the Wolves, but there was a game uh, probably about two weeks ago now um, where Ant just went off in the fourth quarter. And like 90% of his points were in the fourth quarter, and he helped the the Wolves uh, win that game. And in the post-game interview, uh, they kind of asked him about that, you know, like, where did this, this come from, where you just had this surge of, you know, energy in the fourth quarter? And he said, I felt like I could put the team on my back. So I did and, or take over the game. So I did. And I'm like, that's what I want out of my athletes. Like I want the players who play here in Minnesota to have that mentality. Like I'm good enough and I'm going to go be good enough and help this team win today. And so I think that having that mentality out of Ant this year, which maybe he had that last year too, but couldn't act on it yet because he, again, maybe he hadn't grown into that level of maturity. Um, I, I do think that he makes everyone around him better and he is just, I mean, he is a blast to watch and and probably the best player that we've had since Kevin Garnett and Wally mm-hmm. Zerbiak. I mean, those two were like, those, those were the best players that we had up until Anthony Edwards. I mean, you could argue mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler, like you said, he's here for I, a year. Yeah, I just yeah, I I think that Anthony Edwards gets a, should get a little bit more credit than than Jimmy Butler did, and uh, he's not a nutcase like Jimmy Butler was either, so no. that helps a little bit too.
0: <laughs> he's he's got a great attitude. He's a f- yes. funny guy when they interview him. So, and, but yeah, we need that franchise player back, mm-hmm. you know, especially like a draft pick and he's turning into that guy that you can build around again and hopefully have some playoff runs like we did with them where we made mm-hmm. the Western conference finals in 2004, which is seems like ages ago now at this point. And it <laughs> yeah. seems so weird to even say that the Timberwolves were in that, that close to an NBA yeah. championship, but it, 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 you build around a guy like that and, and you know, anything's possible, but it, it's, it's uh we'll have to wait to see what, what the season goes with them. Hopefully it can say yeah. the same. It's yeah. like another cross your fingers thing, but it's like with the Timberwolves, you know, you, it's like I said, like if they, even if they falter or fall under, you know, it's like ah, well, the Timberwolves, whatever, typical, you know. But you want to see them do do something, you know. And they were in the playoffs a few years back, even mm-hmm. with, with when it was, was that like three years a,
1: ago now, four years ago. Yeah,
0: I think three or four years ago yeah. now. Uh, yeah, because 2017-2018 season with Jimmy Butler is yep. toxic because he was, he was. <laughs> it, it, oh my gosh, <laughs> going into all that stuff, they called him General Soreness because. <laughs> He was out so many t- games in that next season before we <laughs> traded him with general soreness or whatever. Yeah. So they called him the people around here started calling him general soreness. So no, nah, but that guy, but it was still fun to watch when they were at least in the playoffs. So I mean this to see that another team in the playoffs and Another marble, you know, in, in the gambling mm-hmm. basket to see which team could potentially win a championship in Minnesota next. It,
1: what if the ter- Timberwolves do it first? Everyone thought it yeah. would be the Vikings or the Wild. What if the or Timberwolves the- come out of nowhere yeah. and win an NBA championship uh, before anybody else here in Minnesota does? I,
0: <laughs> I, 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 I was saying, I was going to say, what if the Timberwolves were actually the team to win like the no next championship? No one ever Michigan even considers them nope. in the
1: conversation. It's like, is it going to be mm-hmm. the Vikings or the Wild? That's the yeah. two that we always talk about. The poor twins get left out usually yeah. as well. Yeah, No one ever considers the freaking Timberwolves Wolves. And if mm-hmm. they, that would be the most Minnesota thing of all time. We always talk about what's would the most be. Minnesota sports thing of all time. The Timberwolves winning a championship before yeah. the Wild or the Vikings would be the be- most Minnesota thing of all time.
0: Because you do hear people too talking about more than anything, you know, not just, be- not just because they think those two teams have a better shot, but they're like, mm-hmm. I want a Stanley Cup. I want a Super Bowl right. here in Minnesota. And an NBA championship just seems... <laughs> out of people's heads like they don't right. think it's possible. like <laughs> yeah. that'd be that'd be insane I would I would be of course very happy but I also right. kind of laugh like the Timberwolves <laughs> really were the first team to win a championship in my lifetime I kind of want that like, to
1: happen now I'm kind of rooting for that, the chaos of that that, that sounds that, fun <laughs> that'd be
0: great you know that'd actually be very interesting though that'd be <laughs> so cool and the Lynx did it so I mean they're yeah. the last Minnesota team to win a championship professionally so maybe it would be the Timberwolves yeah. <laughs> I don't know it seems like it's such a tall order with, with in the NBA but that would be that'd be so minnesotan if it's the, ne- the next team to win a championship is the team we least expected uh team that I'm has rooting been for that now yeah the wor- one of the worst franchises in the history of sports <laughs> in terms of winning percentage just comes out and wins an nba championship i <laughs> uh, one of the most unlucky markets in the history of sports so i think that'd be great i'm, I'm rooting for that too that'd be very I know, interesting yeah
1: that's <laughs> mood for the rest of the year get the wolves a championship
0: let's go get the wolves (laughs) wolves for the championship wolves uh were they eyes north or something is their hashtag they have weird slogans now they have raised by wolves is Uh a hashtag on twitter not a fan of that uh it's kind of weird but whatever uh go timberwolves uh the final thing i want to touch on we were, you know talking about you know disappointing teams and teams we think we could potentially we see winning another stanley cup or uh, win a championship is the minnesota wild but of course a little shaky right now one lost mm-hmm. their last four after you know riding high and eight game winning streak we're sitting at the top of the nhl standings in terms of points and games should we wild fans. I know people are kind of freaking out a little bit, but it's Minnesota. I mean, season's up and down, but should we be hitting the panic button? <clears throat> 2011. Um, <laughs> uh, twenty don't bring
1: up that year. Don't bring up y- that year. Y- well, Everyone was, was bringing that up during the winning streak. Now it's only fueling yep. the fire that the wild have lost a few in a row. They're well, like, Oh God,
0: <laughs> I, 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 I was kind of like, I had to say it. Like, I think I tweeted it out or something, but they put a graphic stating Minnesota wild are the, are leading in points in the NHL for the first time since 2011. It was like almost the same date 10 years yeah. ago. And that, and I pointed out that that team completely missed the playoffs. <laughs> and, but I'm like, this team's way different. And ever yeah. since that happened, we lost four <laughs> games. I'm like, oh shit. But I, I think, I think, uh, I mean, is, is this, is this a time to panic or is this just a little hole? They just got to kind of dig themselves out of. I, I, I personally think it's fine, but I don't, I, Don't know if people should be freaking out right now.
1: I'm really not worried. And NHL season is so long. you got 82 games, we're really going to work ourselves up in a freaking tizzy over four games. I mean, do you want them to be winning? Yes. I'd rather have them winning games, especially they should be beating the Buffalo Sabres. They should have beat the LA Kings. Uh, The Golden Knights are a good team, so I can live with a loss against a team like that. Uh, They destroyed Dallas earlier in the season, so I'm kind of disappointed they couldn't uh, find a way to win that game either. That was just a weird game. Cam Talbot didn't play well. There was a a handful of things that kind of caused that game to go pair Shaped on the wild, I think, um, partly due to their own fault and partly things out of their control. But I'm really not worried. And we, we've now hit this point in the season too where things are happening with COVID, where games are getting postponed, they're not able to practice, they're not able to do this, they're not able to do that. So the schedule's kind of getting thrown off as well, which I don't think ever benefits athletes when that happens. I mean, yes, having a day of rest is good and you need to, re- you know, rest your body and, and rest your mind and all of that. But when it's thrown off so so much like it has been the last week and a half. Here in the NHL and like a lot of sports, um, I do think that really affects teams and that affects everybody. So, I'm not just saying like the wild get the short on the stick there, like everyone has been affected by that. Some teams are just able to recover from it better than others, and maybe the wild just are one of those teams who's having a harder time kind of working around the schedule change. Um, but every team in a season is going to go through losing streaks. I mean, you're not mm-hmm. going to win all 82 games, you're not. You, I mean, you you will go through stretches where you're not playing well or you're not playing well and you're losing games or you're not playing well, but you're just barely winning games. I mean, you're not going to be perfect all season. And the Wild also are dealing with a big injury to Jared Spurgeon right now. Yep. He's the captain of the team. One of their best players, period, and probably their best defenseman. Um, And Eric Sinek got hurt the other night, and that's going to be a huge loss offensively. So you've dealt with a little bit of that. Um, You had Goudreau out of the lineup for a while because of COVID. You had Zuccarello out for a little while. I mean, you've got guys who've kind of been floating in and out. And again, injuries happen throughout the season as well. You got to find a way to work past it. Every team goes through it. Um, But they have taken some big hits uh, to some important players there. So I think it's just one of those points in the season where you just got to ride it out. And I don't Mm -hmm. think the Wild have played terribly in these games that they've lost. No. They could have definitely played better. Um, but I mean, they lose to the to the um, Golden Knights to four. So they scored four goals, right? You lose to the Dallas Stars seven to four. You scored four goals there. So it's not like they're going necessarily through a scoring drought or um, you know, goaltending has been terrible. Talbot played bad against the Stars, but the other three games before that, I don't think you can really say goaltending was an issue. Um, and Dean Evison talked about this in the postgame press conference against the Sabres after that show shootout out loss and, you know, the, the reporters are kind of asking him, you know, are, are you worried? Kind of like what you're asking me, Jake. Mm-hmm. Like, should we be yep. concerned? Like, what's going on? And his response, I thought, was very good. He said, doesn't every team go through this? And nobody said anything mm-hmm. at first because they're like, mm, okay, what do you where are you going with this? And he was like, yep. you know, where you lose a few games. Like, he was kind of <laughs> just like, did you forget yep. that teams lose? I mean, everyone in Minnesota has shifted their mindset to, like, win, win, win all the time with the Wild because that's what mm-hmm. we've seen for the first 25 Get games spoiled. of the season. Yes. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, oh, you lost four to hell with all of you throw the whole team away it's like yep. they lost four games it's okay in fact I I keep telling myself they're um two one and one because that makes or um oh, oh three and one because that makes me feel better putting one of those losses a in point. a shootout loss yep, yep. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um I I just think that every team goes through this in the season and I tweeted this last night I looked it up the Tampa Bay Lightning who won the Stanley Cup in 2020 and 2021 in 2020 um, that 2019-2020 season, they went through a stretch where they lost four games, including a 7-3 loss to the Arizona Coyotes, who have been the worst team in the NHL for years. So, mm-hmm. uh, And they still went on to win the Stanley Cup. So I'm not worried. It happens to everybody. Um, there's definitely things to improve that the Wild have done wrong over the last few games. Um, but I don't, I, I don't think anyone should be hitting the panic button. Now, if we come back to this in two weeks and they've lost four more, then we'll have this conversation yeah. again. But as of right now no I'm not worried Jake so we're in the same boat there it sounds like
0: yeah let's just let's just wait till after winter classic let's yeah. enjoy the winter classic if <laughs> it goes on I think it should yeah you know it'd be so Minnesotan if the first time we get awarded it we we get it in a pandemic and have to get it canceled two years in a row mm-hmm. I've not mm-hmm. been pushing it for so many years yeah and yeah, I think we should just calm down for a second. I mean, teams Mm -hmm. go through the stretches all the time and especially the wild, they'll figure it out. You know, cam Talbot will get back and do his grind, you know, Kirill Kaprizov. Yeah. You know, they're scoring goals too. I mean, Mm -hmm. I mean, they lost the, the, you know, last night, six, four, you know, or to Dallas and they lost six, four to Vegas. And Mm -hmm. they obviously got in a shootout, you know, a little Tilly with Buffalo there. And Kirill
1: Kaprizov hit the post in the shootout. We were that close to to sending it to another round or possibly winning it. So, I mean, like there's little things It's you can play this game all you want. I get it where it's like, oh, if this one thing would happen differently, we might have won. Mm-hmm. But that's what we do with sports, right? We talk about mm-hmm. the what ifs. And if this one player would have done that or this one team would have done that, how could things be different? You can do it for every game, every moment in sports. Um, but I I just think there's not enough things that they've done wrong over mm-hmm. the last four games for me to be like, I'm very concerned. I, I just yeah. think it's been a few they've been on the wrong side of and it is what it is. So.
0: Yeah, it, it's they'll, they'll get back into they'll get back into shape. Yeah, there's nothing that's like different about the team where mm-hmm. it's like other than the, some of the injuries. But even without, with the Jared Spurgeon or Eric Ericsson, they can still you know come out and still compete and win games. It's it's mm-hmm. it's been you know it's still having Kevin Fiala and you, you know Jonas Brodin, Matt Dumba, mm-hmm. you know Kirill Kaprizov, you know and Rem Pitlick, and yeah. uh, you know these guys on the ice still. And Cam Talbot has been has been you know, pretty stable for the mm-hmm. most part. I mean, he had an mm-hmm. incredible save against Dallas. I was yeah. saying the glove save. I mean, you, I mean, the game could have been, you know, if that was Devin Dubnik and net, that would have been a 10 goal game. <laughs> you know, so, what's funny
1: is that he, that game reminded, gave, gave me some Devin Dubnik vibes and I felt bad even yeah. thinking it. Cause I'm like Cam Talbot, I think has, has done a lot better for us um, than Devin Dubnik in his last years. And I love Devin Dubnik. So I'm not throwing shade at mm-hmm. him, but right. that was the first time where I watched Cam Talbot as a member of the Minnesota wild where I was like, Ooh, that, that is giving me Devin Dubnik vibes. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't like that. Um, yeah. he'll bounce back. He'll be fine. We'll be fine.
0: Yeah. And like Devin Dubnik, he should bounce back. It seems like <laughs> Devin Dubnik always gets in his head and you can tell yep. whenever a goal was let up on him. Mean, he just, yep. be, oh, f- like he was, he's let done. up four
1: more in the period before the period yeah. was over. Yeah. And,
0: but still held his ground a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. made some saves. I'm, I'm not worried. This is the team that I think we do have our, our, marbles, our marbles in right now with the in terms of Minnesota teams, you know, mm-hmm. trying to hopefully see if they can win a championship and, you know, make a run past the first round of the playoffs. But I'm still, even when they're in the height of their winning streak, some people were mm-hmm. freaking out like, oh, this team's the real deal. They're they going just, to the top. Yeah. Let's, let's calm down for yeah. a second. I was like, one of those just, people,
1: but I was doing it as a bit, so. Right, right. No, <laughs> yeah.
0: I, like, like, but they're like no, that's a good bit though. That's a great <laughs> bit, like because that 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 triggers people like maybe it like does, myself. Yeah. Like let's uh let's calm down there for a second here. Okay, yeah. we haven't made it past the first round only twice in the last ten years, you know. But uh, but no, they have looked very good this year, and and, and are different in the sense that they're different from the Charlie Coyle, mm-hmm. uh,
1: Nino Right Mikhail Granlund, Nino Ryder.
0: Jason era. Zucker era, that whole era, Zach Parise, early Zach Parise era, where we had some good regular season teams, but we still struggled with scoring. We can mm-hmm. score now. So, yeah. and we have a, a hopefully more consistent goaltender in Cam Talbot. So we'll we'll definitely just let's, let's just calm down here, especially during this, this period right now, let's get through the winter classic and enjoy that and go into the last half of the season, just kicking ass and Mm -hmm. and then we'll wait to the playoffs until we start worrying about all of our (laughs) curses that have on us. You know, let's just focus on the season right now and just calm down.
1: Yeah, there's That's- no more games for another week. The Wild don't play again until December 27th. So enjoy your damn Christmas. Calm down about the f- mm. four-game losing streak and just accept the Wild for being a fun team to watch this year. We'll get right back at it in a week. Um, but I, it'll be a nice little break for Wild fans who are freaking out about this team to not have to worry about them for, for a week here.
0: It all be fine in the end. Let's just and if they if they lose again in the playoffs, well, we're just used to it. Goodbye <laughs> as fans. That's what we talk about. We're stuck in mediocrity to go full mm-hmm. circle from what we were talking about with the Vikings. So, but anyway, I think that'll pretty much do it for for this episode. Um, Alexis, uh, thank you so much for jumping on the show. Sure. Um, do you wanna do you wanna uh, tell people where they can find you on on socials?
1: Yeah, so, uh, well, my podcast that you mentioned at the beginning of the episode, Jake on Beauties, you can find us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. We do some YouTube exclusive content. where We release new episodes every Monday. Uh, we just had an episode come out yesterday, uh, Monday, with Katie Million, who works for USA Hockey on the women's side of things. Uh, she's a awesome person. Uh, fun fun to talk to her. We've got some stuff we're trying to plan out here for the Winter Classic, so we might have content coming out there. But yeah, go find the on Beauty stuff. My stuff doesn't matter. I just go go check out the podcast.
0: Bard on views. No, it's good stuff. <laughs> Definitely have some great guests on there as well. And yeah, I want to thank you for, for jumping on again. And guys, if you don't follow us at 10,000 takes already, well, if you don't, uh, you can go to hell. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, uh, if you no, don't, you're really.
1: probably not listening to this episode. So. Yeah. If you don't, <laughs> it you're probably not you. listening. Uh, exactly. It
0: doesn't apply to you. It applies <laughs> to this, the, the space of no, but to the space of nobody, this is being talked to no that that message is received, getting received to nobody right now. But <laughs> if, if you, if you don't already, you can follow us everywhere. at 10 K takes on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok as well. You can go to our website, 10 K takes MN.com where we have all of our entertaining blogs as well. Look up our other podcasts. It's reach 10,000 takes on any podcast platform. Um, we have all of our you know, Wild Takes podcast, our third and forever NFL-themed podcast. We have an MMA podcast and, of course, our flagship It's a Bit podcast as well. Um, we also have our radio show that airs every Saturday on KFAN Plus from 2 to 3, uh, 96.7 or kfanplus.iheart.com. I always send them to screw that up. Um, and I think we're, we potentially have something in the works for... The Winter Classic. Ooh,
1: okay.
0: So I think we're going to be doing at the Basement Bar in North Loop. Ah, we great bar. We will be bar. there. Yep, we'll be there. i personally never been there yet. Oh. I don't know how I haven't been there. It's and a fun
1: bar. Yeah, it's a fun bar.
0: I don't know. I haven't been there yet, but apparently we're going to be partnering up with the Minnesotan and doing a pregame show. A pre-game, they're going to be doing a pregame party at Basement Bar in North Loop um, from 1 to 5, and we, sh- we will probably be doing a live show from 1 to 2 that day. Um, so, uh, the day of the Winter Classic. So, um, we will probably have more details on that on our socials coming forward. But, yeah, a lot of festivities going on. Um, hopefully, a lot of festivities will be going on downtown Minneapolis that day because yeah. finally, if it's Winter Classic, that's awesome. That's finally here. But again, Alexis Pearson, I want to thank you for jumping on this episode of the Minnesota Rundown. I'm, of course, your host, JJ Journalist Jake. Have a good rest of your week, everybody.